The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates, Jennings & Ayers Funeral Home, SoCo Roofing & Restoration, First Bank serving Murfreesboro, Smyrna & Rutherford County, Parks Auction Company, they'll handle everything, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, and the Blue Raider Insider Report sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance and Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Welcome into All Sports Talk on this Monday. Jeff Jordan just taking his seat. The second month of, of, the, of the winter, and it strikes me, Jeff, as I look out the window, we see daylight at 5 o'clock or 5.06, I should say. That's not a bad thing. Well, it's, uh, I guess the days, actually the days don't get longer, do they? But the sunlight gets longer. So sunlight, yes, that's uh, happening. 24 hours in every day, that's correct. Uh, how you doing? I'm doing great. Good, good. Tim Tackett, Jeff Jordan with you on All Sports Talk today. We've got... Uh, the coaches' shows, Nick McDevitt and, uh, well, Rick Hensel at 6, Nick McDevitt at 7, and I bet those are two happy boys right there, Jeff. They should be. I, I went out to the coaches' show actually twice, but uh, uh, to the boulevard and good food and to hear Chipper and talk and Nick Palmer talk, and it's a lot of fun. I bet the Rowdies will be there tonight, don't you well, think? Well, you know, I imagine so. They were, Pretty they, good week when, yeah. you, when you go 6-0 and against UAB, Louisiana Tech, and – Charlotte, right? Not not a bad three wins on the women's side for sure, and men's side. We'll get to women in just a minute, but uh, men start with a double with an overtime win over Birmingham on Monday night. A nice win uh, with Charlotte, and then go to Louisiana Tech. And Jeff, I I'll be frank with you, I was very surprised. Not not necessarily to win, even though I, that might have even been a surprise in itself, but to win by double digits, very surprising and very encouraging. Well, yes, I would I would agree with all that. Uh, it was just a really good week to be a Blue Raider fan. Um, I, a lot of people, although all these wins, of course, they all count the same. When they're when they're conference games, they they all one win or one loss. But uh, the UAB win, my goodness, that overtime and last second, last tenth of a second was uh, was really a lot of fun. Yeah, that <laughs> I guess that's that the right shot one. was. <laughs> Just it, without the red light on that uh, backboard, Jeff, do you think the referees would have counted the basket good? Uh, well, I, I don't know. It's hard of all, to say. That, that I thought the red light was really helpful to, to decide whether the shot should have been good or not. But I am told that they go by one thing and one thing only. I don't. I don't know that that's true. But I was told by people that should know where, where they, they are. Go, the home team wins. They go by the clock. <laughs> And the clock clearly said triple zeros, and the ball was still on his fingertips. Dr. Gardner, did you hit that buzzer, that 
start button just in time, didn't he? Well, <laughs> I didn't ask him. Of course, they. Well, he's not. He, he, he's keeping a book, right? He, right. He doesn't, he doesn't have a finger on the pulse. They wasted, well, if they'd have had another tenth of a second, I mean, you know, that would have been plenty. So evidently they had seven, what, seven, five, something like that. I, I don't remember, 7.5 seconds. And had to get the ball in bounds. I, I don't know. I thought it was good. Sure. Everybody around me thought it was no good. And a, a good friend of mine, Billy Williamson, who's a fellow coach and uh, City Auto, been out there many years now, uh, he, he didn't think it was any good. He says two rows in front of me, and I, and but I did. I thought it was good, but I was wrong. Thank goodness I was wrong. Those two teams played three overtimes in the conference tournament last year, so uh, <laughs> they're playing it awfully close to the vest. It's nice to get the win. Very nice to get the win. Uh, I, I, and I was impressed with UAB, uh, just like I was impressed with North Texas. They're terrific competition with a lot of good players. Well, three wins there. Nick McDevitt uh, now 6-3 and three in the league. Four straight wins, Jeff, and uh, – they go on the road and this this week, take on Florida Atlantic and Florida International. Florida Atlantic rated in the top 25. They were 23rd last week. I didn't look at the polls this week, but uh, they didn't lose, so I'm sure they are no worse than that. Uh, but a chance for the Raiders to put one on the on the notch. They've, well, they've done fairly well with 20, top 25 teams in the in the country yes. in sports this year, didn't they? Yes, uh, and having a really good year, double-digit wins. Uh, I, I'm just uh, I'm just really pleased with how, how things are going. Yeah. And for a team, of course, a lot of teams are that, that way this year. Uh, we see a lot more of this where you don't have a, a true big man. Um, and I, 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 we may be getting into a situation now where, where if you actually have one, you wouldn't know what to do with him. Um, I, I don't know. He better be able to shoot the three. You know, I know te- teams, more rare, rarely, you see the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar post-up guy, feed it into him, let him work, operate and work. You don't see that with many people. The size factor, Jeff, can be a problem defensively. Offensively, it's kind of nice to have five people that can run the perimeter and, and, and drive the lane and, and all that kind of thing. I think offensively, that's a good thing. Defensively, you, you need some size or you need some guys that can jump and they're quick, and which is what Middle Tennessee has. Well, I've noticed both in men and women, most of the time, if the person underneath that is playing the center spot, there's usually somebody in there playing it, but they will rotate, sure. you know, and uh, so I, I noticed that when they get the ball, other people sag back and won't let them dribble to the middle. They just won't let them do it, and, and so they end up really essentially with a double team. Now, and I and the, I saw one women's team. I believe it was San Antonio. I believe, but I'm not. I don't want to nail them with this. But they didn't double, and they paid for it. Sure, our, our big girls scored all the time. You know, and th- but they never adjusted to it. They never they never stopped her. So Dishman, Dishman is undersized, but he does play a post position. He he's going to take it on the block. If he gets it out anywhere from twelve feet out or so, he's going to give it up. Yes, I think that's true. And he is he is generally very good within six seven feet of the basket. He, he for for a guy his size because he's not. 6'10". He's strong as an ox. Ooh, yes, he and is. And finds ways to create shots, Jeff. is that uh, Would that be a fair way to say it? He shoots around people rather than try to shoot over them, I He think. does. He, that's exactly correct, I think. And I'm sure he's working on his free throws right now. <laughs> well, he had two big ones in, in this week, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's Jeff, right. the Lady Raiders, three straight wins. Uh, didn't look good Saturday after three quarters, but uh, 
an explosion in the fourth quarter, 38 to 31 to 12. After scoring, Jeff, they scored, what, 30 points in the first half, middle, right? Scored 31 in the third quarter, fourth quarter, I should say, to, to win by 18. I think you and I both would have been tickled to death with a one-point win after three quarters. Uh, and the, I think the, the, the margin of that win and the other uh, two wins as well this week they finally got over the hump, and, and they're ranked, I believe, 23rd. 23rd in the country. Uh, that's correct. And, and uh, they play at home against Florida International and Florida Atlantic this week. Jeff, there's no reason they shouldn't win those two games. Frankly, there's no reason they shouldn't win the rest of the games in the, in the year. I'm not betting that that's going to happen, but it certainly could because middle the, – the, the point differential is what amazes you about that ball club, Jeff. I think that the point differential is 18 points. They've had uh, – Four or five games. They lost to Mercer in the opening round by one. For opening game, they lost to Texas Tech in game four by five. Outside of that, uh, only two or three games have been inside of ten points, and that was Western Kentucky on the road, Rice on the road. Probably the two toughest road games they're going to have all year, wouldn't you think? Yeah, I, I think that's probably true. And I, I'm, I'm hoping um, that because it helps us, it helps us the higher you're ranked. Uh, and people talk about you more, so I'm hoping that we can get off that 23rd and 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 get up up in the top 20. I think that would be great. Whether we'll make that or not, I don't know. Our league is not that well respected sometimes, you know, by a lot of voters. It's not, but if if Middle were to run the table, which I think you and I agree could clearly could happen, you're on a 21, 22 game winning streak. It's hard to keep people from rising little by little. They went gone from 31 to 29 to 27 to 25 to 26 last week to 23 this week. Other teams, Jeff, are going to lose up above them. So we'll. Rick Hensel, his ball club, just got to keep on winning. Right. I think uh, I think Rick was the coach of the week, wasn't he? He was national coach of the week. Yeah. Um, which ESPN. is which is quite an honor, and I'm sure he likes that, and it all blah, blah, blah. But uh, I think Rick's mostly concerned about his ball club winning the next game. Let's take a break, Jeff, mm-hmm. come back and break down uh, the Lady Raiders' win on Saturday in particular and uh, the Raiders. And we've got other things to talk about as well. Chip Walters will have a Blue Raider Insider Report later on on All Sports Talk. Guys, if you noticed a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be Low T. Schedule your complete health assessment at Low T Center. They now offer the convenience of monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments for only $155 a month cash pay or covered by most health insurance. If you don't live near Low T Center or you just need the convenience of at-home treatment, Low T Center makes it easy to get started on treatment. Only your first two visits are in person. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Where is the best barbecue in town? In 1920, East Main. The best barbecue for miles around is in 1920, East Main. You can buy it by the pound, sandwich, platter, or plate. No matter what you choose, it will taste great. You can come with a friend by yourself or with a date. Just lick the pig barbecue. Barbecue pork, beef or chicken, Brunswick stew, great sides, lunch specials, down-home atmosphere, and they cater. Slick Pig Barbecue. It's the best. 
In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850 and let me save you money and time. Your home, your auto, together they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your home and auto. This is Monty Hale for SoCo Roofing and Restoration. They're local here in Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. They gladly offer free inspections. If they determine there is damage to your roof, they'll walk you through the entire process. Find them online at southernroofexperts.com or give Donnie Shattuck a call at 615-801-9837. That's 615-804-9837. SoCo Roofing and Restoration, your local trusted roofing expert. Hello friends, Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. More than I can count, we have taken care of families who were totally caught off guard with the passing of a loved one. There are so many details to tie up, it really can be overwhelming. Again, more than I can count are the comments from families who have pre-planned and pre-funded their or their loved one's funeral saying, I'm so thankful we took care of this ahead of time. It would have been a financial hardship had we not. Let me help you pre-plan. Call me at 615-893-2422. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back into All Sports Talk. Tim Tackett, Jeff Jordan, Jeff brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and Lee Colvin Financial Services uh, with Lee Colvin in the in the borough. Jeff uh, mentioned Saturday's game. Middle Tennessee was up. Six to half didn't shoot it very well. Down one, and uh, look for all the world that uh, they had some real issues with Louisiana Tech, and they hit some shots that uh, I don't know if they're going to hit all the time, but they they hit us on the run for sure. And then all of a sudden, the explosion hit, and uh, Raiders scored like I say thirty one points, and uh, got scored nineteen in the fourth quarter to win it by eighteen. I was surprised, very surprised at the margin. I just, oh. I just thought, my gosh, if we can just eke this thing out here, sure. we keep this. By the way, um, do you know what is the streak? Is it like thirteen or fourteen? Fourteen. 15? Fourteen. Fourteen now. I'm told that the, the school record is sixteen. Is that right, or do you know? I don't, I don't know if that's right or not. I 16. think that's correct. Okay, so we're knocking on the door here. Well, well, they're already putting notches in the belt for the consecutive wins, regular season wins, because they went undefeated last year regular season. So that makes. Uh, what, about 23 or 4 or 5, 6, 7, I don't know what the number is in, at home. Hadn't lost a conference game at home in a long, long time. Right, right. What about the uh, six-point play Savannah Wheeler had? <laughs> rare. Rare. Agree? <laughs> the four-point play is rare enough. I, I, I don't know that I've ever seen. Uh, maybe. Without a technical. Well, this had a technical foul. It had one. It was a one shot or two shot technical. Two shot, two shot technical. Okay. on the bench. So I think I've seen that in high school. Fouled, for those that are not not familiar with what we're talking about, Savannah Wheeler was fouled on a three point shot, missed a shot, but hit all had three free throws coming, which caused the Louisiana Tech coach to go a little bit beyond her realm of graciousness. <laughs> I'm stunned at that. <laughs> Drew a technical foul, which yeah. means that's two shots. Right. And the ball. 
Right. And Savannah Wheeler being the best free throw shooter we've got, she's going to shoot the technicals anyway. She hit, so he had five free throws. He's kind of like Terry Barber. I'll tell you that story here later on. You remember old Terry? Yeah. Savannah hits four out of five and then get the ball inbounds, and she decides to just go ahead and score a field goal on top of that. So a six-point run, and that, that changed the ball game, Jeff, what, from a four-point to a ten-point Oh, I really hadn't thought about it. All, all of the six points scored by the same person? That's right. I think I've seen uh, – uh, well, She messed up uh, by not getting a seven-point play, Jeff. She had it yeah. out. Well, she hit the first three. Well, I, still, that would have been only one more point. I, I, I think I've seen it in high school ball, maybe a six-point play, but it's – I don't know that I have. Not six. I've certainly seen four and five, but not six. Um, no. I've seen where we had a chance for it. You know, got the ball, took it out of bounds, and went down and shot, but didn't hit it. Well, clearly it changed the momentum oh, completely yeah. in Middle's favor at that point in time. And La Tech never recovered, and Middle Tennessee wins about 18 points. So they're on a 9-0. and I think that's a 9-0 and record in the conference. Everybody else in the conference, Jeff, has three or more losses. So unless the Lady Raiders pull a Titans – and uh, start losing games that you don't think they're supposed to lose. You remember back in the Titans series, season, don't you? Remember back in October when things were not going so well for everybody else and Titans definitely going to win the division, right? No problem. All they got to do is, you know, just, just one or two more, or two. we got it. Yep. And then never happened. So, and here's the thing about middle women's team, Jeff, that uh, is is really ingratiating, I guess. It's, it's different players every night. Savannah Wheeler, I think, only had two Three points in Monday night's game. Ksenia uh, Milashevich normally leads the scoring. She only had four on Saturday. Uh, Moldrava took over inside. So different players do it different ways. And if you look at the leading scorers in the, in the conference, Jeff Middle doesn't have anybody in the top three or four or five because they spread it out so much. I don't know that, that Coach Insel or anybody else over there cares. The, the idea, and evidently the players don't care. Uh, I, I don't – Gosh, I tell you what, I'm sure you can uh, you pick this out, and I'm sure a lot of people can. If there's if there is selfishness on the part of a player, it eventually becomes obvious. Sure. And I don't know that I've spotted that at all, and I've been to a dozen games. Well, we saw uh, uh, Brinkley had two or three terrific games. Uh, didn't play a lot Saturday. For whatever reason, the play just didn't go in the direction. As I say, Milasevic normally leads the team in scoring. Only had four played. Jeff, I, I'm not sure she played 10 minutes in the game. Yeah. Uh, but Middle Tennessee found a way to win and win convincingly. Uh, they'll play at home on Thursday and Saturday, 6, six o'clock on Thursday night, and 1 o'clock on Saturday afternoon. I, I encourage people to get out and watch this basketball team play. They deserve your, your support. They do, and, uh, and they're definitely worth it without question. Well, you mentioned a good week to be a, a Raider, 3-0 in men's basketball, 3-0 in women's basketball. Tennis team in the top 25 in the country have been for the last couple of years now. Jeff have wins over Michigan State and Indiana this week, lost to Mississippi State. Tells you what kind of schedule they play, right? Right. So, um, doing very well there. Cross-country, excuse me, track team is rolling right along, and so some awfully good things going on. It's um it, it is well th- this week maybe particularly but there are a lot of weeks where it's 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 great to be a Blue Raider fan and I hope I right, right now of course we're past the midpoint of the basketball season and heading into 
you know, tell, tournament, that kind of thing. And, and this team is really um, the, both teams, men and women. They're both good and they're both fun to watch. This Thursday will be groundbreaking for the new addition to the, to the football program, the $66 million football building. I'm player enhancement building. I'm not sure that it's got a, it, it doesn't have a name. I can't come up with it, but they'll start the wrecking ball just as soon as basketball season's over with. They said get the parking lot cleared out and, and start moving things along. And, and in two years, that should be completed. And then after that, we'll see Murphy Center renovation take place. You know, the uh, tinted windows and new floor. And Isn't that something? It all looks great. It does. It looks really good. I don't know. It's, it's just... My wife and I, we go all the time. We have a good time. I think I'll go Thursday night. What are you? Well, you know. <laughs> okay. All right, let's take a break. Chip Walters has the Blue Raider Insider Report right after this. It's Commander Chuck, and it's my goal to get you to and from work each weekday around the congestion and all the accidents. Listen for my traffic reports every weekday morning and afternoon here on News Radio WGNS and see real time traffic information at ontimetraffic.net. Good afternoon. Aesthetic flow and traffic over here on 40 East up by the airport in Donaldson Pike. A lot of this traffic is continuing out towards Wilson County. Heavy to the north, uh, 65 just trying to get up to Vietnam Vets. Briley Parkway has been pretty busy as they clean up several accidents. One Briley at Ellington Parkway. Uh, it's trying to move a little bit better across the uh, Cumberland River Bridge. They just opened that back up a few minutes ago. That's been wild. Headed over towards two rivers this afternoon on Briley Parkway. Just trying to maneuver around that earlier crash. Hey, Nash Painting is Middle Tennessee. He's number one residential and commercial painters. They're online at nashpainting.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. I'm meteorologist Ray Miller from News Radio WGNS with a reminder that you can download the Weatherology app on your phone for the forecast at your fingertips. We can even send weather bulletins directly to your phone. Download the Weatherology app today. It's free in the App Store. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. At State Farm, when home and auto works as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. Parks Auction. We handle everything. Whether you're buying or selling a home or whether you're buying or selling commercial property, the auction is just so much easier, quicker, smoother. My wife and I sold our personal home. Parks Auctions helped us with that. The house brought about 20% more than we were going to ask for. Visit our website at parksauction.com to learn more. Hi there, do I have a high now? $15. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report from Chip Walters of Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Sponsored by Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors and Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. The report coming up after this. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. Hot 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Middle Tennessee. Layup bench, cold. Middle Tennessee football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, we got them. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider athletics. I'm Chip Walters. Hear the games here on News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee win. Raiders win the championship. 
championship. Your source for the big blue and the borough. News Radio WGNS. Are you paying hundreds of dollars too much for your home and auto insurance? Let the team at My Team Insurance help, a true independent insurance agency that represents you in protecting your home, your cars, your business, your life, and your health. Call My Team Insurance today, 895-4201. That's 895-4201. Proud to be sponsoring the Blue Raiders and proud to say, let's go Blue. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody. A lot of good things to talk about when it comes to Middle Tennessee basketball. Let's start on the women's side. They've got three major stories going on today. The first one, for the first time since 2013-14, Middle Tennessee's women's basketball team is ranked in the nation's top 25 by the Associated Press. Winners of their last 14 games, which is the fourth longest active winning streak in the country, the number 23 Lady Raiders are now 16-2 overall, 9-0 in Conference USA, made it into the top 25 at number 23 after a receiving votes in the last seven AP polls. Middle Tennessee has spent 22 weeks in the AP poll in program history. Checking in at number 20 in the NCAA net rankings as of January 22nd, Middle Leeds Conference USA and ranks 11th in the country in scoring margin at 19.7, but since the start of conference play, that margin is up to 20.8 points per game in the differential with their opponents. So congratulations, Lady Raiders in the top 25 for the first time in nine years. Speaking of national honors, Middle Tennessee head coach Rick Ensel has been named ESPN.com's Coach of the Week in its weekly college women's basketball roundup earlier today. At 16-2 overall and 9-0 in Conference USA, Insel and the Lady Raiders are off to the best start in Insel's 18-year tenure with the program. MTSU most recently swept its three-game week against UAB, Charlotte, and Louisiana Tech. Insel is now 421 and 148. at Middle Tennessee after winning 775 games and 10 state championships at Shelbyville Central. Also, good news for Savannah Wheeler. She earns Conference USA's Player of the Week honor after averaging 19.3 points, 3.3 assists, and 2.7 rebounds, as well as one steal in Middle's 3-0 week. In Saturday night's battle with Louisiana Tech, the junior guard dropped a career-high 29 points with 14 of those coming in the fourth quarter. So congratulations to Savannah Wheeler on that. All right, men's basketball had a huge week as well, going 3-0 and on the week. And uh, they had coming off a win 68-51 at the Thomas Assembly Center in Ruston, Louisiana. The Blue Raider bench outscored the Bulldogs 36-12 in the victory against a team that had won 73 of its previous 84 home games. The Blue Raiders got a big night from Elias King, and the Blue Raiders have now won four in a row and will be heading into this week's matchups at Florida Atlantic and at FIU. And it's quite uh, going to be a big matchup on Thursday night when 
when the Raiders take on FAU. FAU ranked in the top 25. Middle Tennessee, the next hottest team in the league with uh, four consecutive wins. All right, men's tennis fell to Mississippi State two and five, two to two, uh, two and five in Starkville on Sunday. The Blue Raiders won the doubles point with wins on court two and three. The Bulldogs would take the first three singles points and grab the win there. Lady Raider tennis defeated Austin P four to three in a thrilling home opener at the uh, Adams Tennis Complex. You can find out all of the information on those on. GoBlueRaiders.com. We're back at it with coaches shows coming up tonight at 6 o'clock. It's Rick Ensel live at 6, Nick McDevitt live at 7. Join us live at the Boulevard on the radio on the Blue Raider Network, and you can also watch on Facebook Live. All right, that's it for today. Talk to you in a few from the Boulevard. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Tim Tackett, Jeff Jordan with you. Large conversations off air, which we will not get into at this point in time. Jeff, uh, brought to you by Fans Heating and Air, Lee Colvin Financial Services. Uh, high school basketball, Jeff. Uh, mm-hmm. Blackman loses to Cookville. Am I right? Yeah, I guess so. Rockvale gets beat by Oakland. Doesn't mean all four, all all three or four of those teams are really good because Cookville is really good, and so is Blackman, and so is Oakland, and so is Rockvale. And Stewart Creek, by the way, keeps on ro- rocking along. It's um, well, it's really a, a tale, I guess, of two things. Uh, our, our women seem to be um, all seem to be at least respectable if not better than that and we've got a few weak teams or at least balanced teams with other teams in the men's basketball but still though I'm, I've, I've been to, you know two or three games here recently um, and looks like to me everybody's playing very hard and they're all they're all talented and well coached and I mean, that's not the political answer that's just kind of the way I saw it sure and, and Central Magnet's got a couple good, good ball clubs Eagles doing all right as well Middle Tennessee Christian School, Providence Christian. Overall, I think basketball is awfully good in this county right now, even though there are, as you mentioned, there are two or three teams that are really struggling. Yes, I, I think um, – I, I still believe the Blackman girls are, are probably the best in the county. Um, but, 
you, you could get an argument on that from from some folks. Um, Rockvale, I believe, was fifteen and two when when uh, Oakland beat them the other night. I think that's right. I, I was there for Something that game. Like Rockvale, uh, Oakland deserved to win. They were prepared. They 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 did not quit no matter what happened. Um, I was impressed with them. Uh, Rockvale made too many turnovers, and uh, I thought, and but still, you got a you got a whole. Well, we've got a number of games to play, plus at least one tournament. So yeah. it's, it's exciting. In football, we know that our, the best team in Rutherford County is likely to play – well, not likely to play. They're going to play Maryville somewhere along the line to get the state <laughs> tournament. Am I right? Well, It's been that way for 20-some-odd years. Chances are good, yes. And in, in girls basketball, the chances are pretty daggone good you're going to have to play, play Bradley County to get the state tournament. Am I, am I right? And my understanding is Bradley County, really good every year. But Jason Ruder may have one of his best teams right now, and and they're they're young but extremely talented. They're on our substate side, of course. And um, if you have to go down there, well, if you have to play them, you're in trouble. If you have to go down there to play them, you're in more trouble. So, you know, we'll see. But uh, I'm 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 hopeful that we can have a team in 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 the state tournament. Which, of course, the whole format is. It's kind of changed, hasn't it? Yeah. And we're way ahead of ourselves, Jeff. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kind of thing, to be perfectly sure. But uh, what about halfway through the district now schedule, I guess? Yeah, I guess that's right. We may be an extra game through. Yeah. And uh, so, so far, no snow. That's all. Isn't that a good thing for coaches? Oh, yes. It's a good thing for coaches. Another good thing for coaches for everybody. And uh, I, I, I don't know about other places necessarily, but. Uh, the crowds have been really good. There was good crowd at Rockvale. There's good, good crowd at Riverdale. Good crowd at Oakland on Hall of Fame night. And uh, John and Brian told me that the the crowd for Smyrna and and Stewart's Creek. And I apologize, I don't even know where the game was played, but that it was packed. So I I love that because that hasn't always been true in recent years. You're exactly right. The, the basketball, most most everything is taking a hit. Certainly with COVID or maybe COVID. Being over with, it, it spurred people to come on, and since they had to miss about two years' worth of play, to, to get out and whatever it is, it's good to see. I, I agree, and it's, it's a lot of fun. I gosh, hit people at, at Rockvale the other night. They just poured in there to see that Oakland-Rockvale game. As it's been for years and years and years, Jeff, we have an awful lot of good coaches, not just head coaches, but assistant coaches along the line in, in, in basketball and, and other sports as well, but uh, – I think it's certainly showing itself out this year in basketball-wise how good the coaching is in this county. I, w- I would agree with that. And uh, we've got people that have won honors at all levels. And, uh, and uh, well, I, I don't know. I don't know who the, who the best teams are, but we, we do have excellent coaches who prepare their teams. We really do. And not, it's not just basketball either. It's just about every sport, as far as I know. We've got uh, Sturge Creek. Smyrna, Laverne playing in District 8. The five Murfreesboro schools playing in District 7. Uh, they'll play each other uh, somewhere along the line in, in the region. That's a, it'd be a fun region to watch, don't you think? Yes. Yeah, we got we got some good tournament play coming up. And um, and, and we were talking about, well, everybody is, you know, uh, not a super team or whatever. But, you know, uh, four of those teams – Girls and four of those boys teams are going. Go, they're going to go to the region. Sure, they're going to play somebody, and um, uh, it's 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 an exciting time, particularly for these kids. It really is. Seating is important, but it's just getting in the top four is, is huge, for sure. 
as you and I both know, Jeff, just give me a shot. You get me in there, and sometimes the team can get hot at the right time and, and play maybe a little above their head and, and move on smartly down the road. Well, <laughs> I've been on both sides of that. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, you know, you just got to take what comes, but you got to you have to prepare your team. There's no question about it. And the only way to do that in coaching, of course, obviously, but you've got to watch film and tape. You just have you have to do a lot of that. And uh, our, our coaches seem to do it. We're in our second year, Jeff, of the move from three divisions to four divisions in uh, classifications, I should say, in Division One. Your thoughts on, on – one one a two a three a four a four and again it. I don't really really care if I had to come down on one side or the other. I believe I'd be against it. It's watered it down pretty good, but there are some positives that uh, that you could go with there. Yes, there's more than a few people feel like it since we're doing it this way we just ought to do away with districts all together and, and and just start with a re- region tournament now that i do agree and, with and, and go go that direction yes i, I definitely agree with that i i think um, i'm not sure exactly what we could do uh whether you want to just take overall district record or and and just put them seed them in the in the region uh, I don't know. I don't know whether you want to do that or not. Well, I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. I don't, either. I don't, I don't no. think it's going to be anything to concern itself much about. Uh, one more thing before we take a break, high school wise, so forth. Any thought, one way or the other, about lacrosse being sanctioned now for, for uh, high schools? And they'll start in, uh, year, I guess, next year or the year after. I'm not sure when it is. I think it's next year or this coming fall. Um, I don't guess I have any problem with it. Uh, more opportunities for more kids. I, um, some of them are going to have a problem where to play. And, of course, it's got to be funded. you got to have a supplement or two, uh, supposedly. But, uh, I, you know, I, the opportunity thing always sells me. You know, I thought, well, you know, that, that's a good thing. i got to wonder how many coaches here in Rutherford County would be available to, to coach the game because it, it's not a game I'm familiar with and most people are you know I coached volleyball uh, that story is well rounded and didn't know anything about it but the players did but right now you don't need a volleyball a lacrosse coach that doesn't know what they're doing especially when they got players that don't know what they're doing <laughs> you're so right and I've seen it I've seen uh, probably 15 minutes of lacrosse on TV divided up into one minute time, <laughs> you know, and there's usually somebody scoring well, a goal. It's a big goal. deal lots of places though in this in this oh, yeah. state. I mean, there's a lot. There's, yeah. there's several programs already in place playing in a, an independent league and so forth, and and, and <laughs> it will grow. Oh, I, you're exactly right. We will. It will grow. The yeah. the issue that I know for sure that uh, our schools are going to have, some others are going to have, is, is like you mentioned space. And you got to have another field to practice on, and I'm not sure where that field's going to come from in some of these schools. And you got to have a field to play on. Uh, it'll, it'll hasten turf, in my opinion, going into football stadiums because that's where they'll have to play, I would think. And to do that on a football field that uh, gets a lot of wear and tear already could be very difficult. Well, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, I know Riverdale has, some, has land where they could put a lacrosse field. Riverdale does. Oakland, I think that would be very, very difficult to do that at Oakland right now under the you know on on campus facility. Maybe there's a spot for that. I I, I don't know, but it's going to be difficult. Well, I'm going to assure you that there's very few spots in any college, high school campus right now that are level enough 
ground ready enough to lay on. If you, you may have the, the space, but you, somebody's going to take a bulldozer and some oh, dirt. Oh, sure. And, yeah. And, you and gotta... primp it up just a little bit, which will take a dollar or two to happen. <laughs> well, you know, we got money. That's not a problem. <laughs> Raise well, the taxes. It, it, it's here. It, and, and I, yeah, opportunities for kids. You, you want to do all you can. And, uh, and my guess is in 10 years, Jeff, we'll have lacrosse teams here in Rutherford County competing for state championship well there will be a principal or two or or somebody athletic director or so that will say well we'll just open this up we'll see we'll sign up some kids see how many people are really interested but i'd you know this person will say but i don't believe anybody's going to be anything interested in this game at all well they're going to be wrong because there'll be plenty of people that'll be interested in it and they'll sign up for it and they'll try to play and once they do that, you got to do all that stuff that you just said. Just so you'll know, they're looking for lacrosse referees, too. Well, the, my knees were shot 10 years ago, at least 10 years ago. I'm not moving. Well, I made a, I, I had a talk yesterday with a young man that is the head of the lacrosse officials across the state. And asked him, I said, do you have enough officials? He said, not really. I said, and the problem is going to be people like myself that know a little bit about volleyball, a little bit about basketball, a little bit about football. Could probably learn to, to, to referee the sport with a little bit of coaching. I wouldn't know where to start in lacrosse, and most people won't either. I, I, I think they're really. I think that what's been the holdup already is, is where are you going to find enough officials to to, to to call the game? I I, I see all those problems. I, I I do. I I don't know. I would not know what. I wouldn't know anything about it at all, really. I guess I would know equipment if I saw it, just because I've seen it on TV. But that's it. I don't know the rules. I don't know what the strategy behind it. I don't. I don't. Now, somebody out there listening in, Jeff, is a lacrosse yeah person. Yeah. So please don't misinterpret anything I'm saying. Is that I'm against doing it. I'm just bringing up the problems that are going to be there, and and I and I think most. Lacrosse people do recognize that there, there are some issues that have to be overcome, but uh, soccer had to do that, swimming had to do that, uh, any, any of the new sports did, and, and so I'm sure they'll make it work. Well, and what usually happens is uh, is this: uh, I'll just pick Siegel out of the out, out of the mix here. Siegel decides they're going to have a uh, a team, okay, lacrosse team. Well, it won't take Oakland any time, and Riverdale. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh well, we got to have one too then, and boy, you know it. You've got all this equipment. Somebody's got to fund, and uh, and and you got to do all those things, and you got to prepare a field somewhere to have to have the thing, and then you got to have a coach and supplement and scorekeepers and maybe lights. I mean, it's just never ends. Don't you imagine there'll be a, a fair number of schools who co- co-op the first few years to yeah to field a team? Well, you do that in, in hockey, and uh, yes, that that could happen. All right, let's take that break and we'll come back. And I don't know what we're going to talk about next, Jeff. I guess we pro might football. want to talk about pro football since it's on the, on the docket. We'll do Go that. Go Commanders. Here. Right after this. <laughs> Premier Six Theater on Broad in Jackson Heights. Let's all go do the movies. Let's Check out what's showing at MurfreesboroMovies.com. Popcorn popped fresh daily. Premier Six on Broad in Jackson Heights. Chip Walters here with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. I was named a top 10 agent in the number one Exit Realty office in America in 2021. The top question I get around town, how's the market? Eh, good question. And the answers changed a few times this year alone. 
I'd like to know what you've heard and share some solid data we have. Give me a call and let's have a cup of coffee and take a look at what's happening in your neighborhood. All my contact info is right on my website, juicechip.net. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Good afternoon, a static flow of traffic over here on 40 East up by the airport in Donaldson Pike. A lot of this traffic's continuing out towards Wilson County. Heavy to the north, uh, 65 just trying to get up to Vietnam Vets. Briley Parkway's been pretty busy as they clean up several accidents. One Briley at Ellington Parkway. Uh, it's trying to move a little bit better across the uh, Cumberland River Bridge. They just opened that back up a few minutes ago. That's been wild. Headed over towards two rivers this afternoon on Briley Parkway. Just trying to maneuver around that earlier crash. Hey, Nash Painting is Middle Tennessee's number one residential and commercial painters. They're online at nashpainting.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Pizza. Order a royal feast or create your own pizza online now at sirpizzatn.com. Carry out delivery for dinner tonight at sirpizzatn.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. The professionals at First Bank sponsor this section of All Sports Talk right here in Murfreesboro, across the state of Tennessee. Home offices in Tennessee as well. First Bank, friendly folks, professional service. Jeff, uh, pro football. Is down to four. Yes. The game yesterday in Buffalo was just exactly what you expect Buffalo in January to be, a snow event. And uh, it amazes me how well pro football players or anybody play in snow. I mean, outside of the, the whiteness on the field, it didn't seem to affect play a lot at all. That was maybe a little slipping and sliding, but it, it wasn't too bad. And they still make unbelievable catches. And, uh, you know, it. it I was I, I was not – for Buffalo, for for certain, I, I guarantee you, you weren't <laughs> probably, but um, I I would like it known again, just to remind you that I did pick the Forty ers six eight weeks ago, and they're still in it. Do you have documentation of that? Uh, I'm sure it's somewhere on somebody's <laughs> tape. <laughs> but still, you know, I mean, you, we we've got four good teams. I think it's interesting, don't you? Uh, particularly now that the Cowboys are out, thank goodness, and we and, we, and we've got you well, know as a true Washington fan would do. Well, okay, that's really got nothing to do with it. But I just, uh, I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you. Okay, lay it out there, bro. You've challenged me now, so I'm going to say this. <laughs> I, I don't like Dallas at all. Have never liked. Oh no, but I'm kind of at a feeling now where I, I've kind of feel a little bit sorry for them. Yeah, they just can't get it done, but. I hate Jerry Jones so bad that I don't care. So who he cares? a strong word. Uh, well, it is a strong <laughs> word. I just don't like him. He's just, you know, full of excuses and terrible general manager. I'm glad we didn't hire him at the Titans. That would have been a disaster. You know, but anyway. Yeah, it, it brings up a, a really good point. How many fans at the end of the day are satisfied with their team? Well. <laughs> in, in college football and college yeah. basketball and pro football, pro baseball. I'll assure you, people in Minnesota right now, football fans are just up in arms because the Vikings didn't make it beyond the final eight. And I'll assure you that there's people who still look back at the Buffalo Bills that went to the Super Bowl four straight years and lost four straight years, think they were losers. Well, my gosh, that, that, that that's that's a horrible thing to say. If, if 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 making it to the Super Bowl four years in a row 
Even though you do lose the Super Bowl, you can't see the a silver lining there someplace. But do, am I right? Yes, you are right. That's correct. That, that when you think about the Buffalo Bills of of that of that ilk, most people have that defeatist look on their face about it. Well, and I'll go another step. I know things have changed. I I, under, I understand that this is not the same world that you and I grew up in when we were oh, boys and young men. But I mean, we had Tennessee in a major bowl game, a major. Which, boy, it wasn't too long ago where that would have been a big deal. Not this time. They weren't in the playoffs. And so they must be losers. Well, That's a shame. And when you go to 12-team playoffs, it's going to take the bowl games even out of play even more, don't you imagine? There's going to be a number 13, 14, and 15 team next year. That's going to be Their fan base will be absolutely vivid and anger because they didn't get into the top 12. Well, that said, uh, San Francisco – uh, is there uh, the Eagles are, are, will be their opponent? That that should be a terrific football game, in my opinion. Um, well, I don't think in this round. Well, who'd you say? No, Eagles and Forty ers Yes. Okay. Yeah. Good game. I think. And two quarterbacks that five years ago, who really thought Jalen Hurts would really be a, a top pro football quarterback? Not me. I, I thought he was and, too small. And, and, and yeah. Purdy, I can't call his first name, the starting quarterback at San Francisco, nobody thought he – He hadn't lost a game. <laughs> the last pick of the draft. Right. And uh, it looks cool as he can be. So that's there. On the other side, you got Cincinnati with Joe Burrow, who came out of LSU firing bullets and has been doing it ever since. Taking on Kansas City, Pat Mahomes. Uh, so – those are two more established quarterbacks, but two young guns for sure. I had this conversation last night, and I would I would caution people to think about this. There's a lot of discussion this week. Of course, we got to discuss something on talk radio and talk TV, right? We gotta, sure, of gotta, course. we got to discuss something. And if we don't have a controversy, then we'll stir one up, and then we'll talk about it for the next oh my two or gosh. three days. Don't, and, take it, don't get me started on that. Okay. <laughs> but my – Mahomes is hurt. His ankle is, is bad. So they say, well, I, I wonder, he may not play. Uh, or he, or there's nothing really wrong with him. He's going to be fine. Well, I saw him on crutches. <laughs> well, you know, well, okay. Well, uh, uh, let me assure you, that guy, he will be there. In and a wheelchair. He, uh, yes, and he will play <laughs> very, very well. Whether he wins or not, I don't know. If I knew that, I would be a rich man. But I, I think he's... He's he'll be he'll be okay. Adrenaline will take him through. He's not he's not me and you. Well, we can't you know can't get up out of a chair. He'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> well, go on record. Mm. Who's going to win the two games next week then? Okay, where do the Forty ers play? Are they uh, they're, they're in Philly? Okay, they're in in Philadelphia. I believe I believe they are. Isn't that right? I don't know. That's right or not. I don't know. Kansas City, I think well, they're at home. They've got to be the top seed because they didn't play the first round. Well, that's that's correct. Well, Kansas City is at home. Kansas City's at home because it's the same situation. But Cincinnati has beaten them three times in a row. That's correct. Same quarterback. Both both times for both teams. I'm going to go I'm going to go with Cincinnati and the 49ers. So I'm taking the visiting teams. Several several the the, the talking heads that are up the line a little higher than you and I are. There are WGNS people in this radio up above us. Above us, mm, that's have done the same thing. Uh, no, really. which says home crowd may not make a difference in in that situation. And I, you, you got to think 
professional football players shouldn't be shaken by anything, home road or whatever, and whatever it might be. So, um, I think all of that is correct, with with maybe one addendum. If you're the if you're the visiting team, and you can't hear. Sure, you know, I, because the home crowd will not let you hear. But they're used to that. I, they, haven't they figured that out too? They practice well? to that, and they've got a plan that if they can hear what they how they're going to get the signals to the rest of the team. And so I, I would, yeah, you're probably right. We're going to have a defensive back from Middle Tennessee playing in the Super Bowl because the Eagles and the 49ers both have one. That's right. One of those teams got to win. So Reed Blankenship or Chavarius Ward is going to be in the. Uh, in the Super Bowl. I hadn't, I, I, I hadn't thought about that. That is correct. One of them will be there. As I've said, my brother oftentimes texts me during games, and he said, Richie James just got tackled by, by uh, Reed Blankenship. I think <laughs> <laughs> pretty neat, Richie, a uh, middle grad, and, and Reed, an undrafted player, by the way. You talk about a guy coming out of left field. He did that when he came here. Jeff, he came mm-hmm. in as a freshman, started, I think, day one. Which almost unheard of to do in the defensive backfield, and then and not drafted at all, and now not starting for Philly, but he plays most of the most of the game. It's kind of like uh, Milashevich for middle. She's not a starter, but she's leading scorer. Well, I think one way to judge those guys, many many cases, is uh, where are they on play after play after play in relationship to where the football is. Sure, and uh, and like like Bynum for the Titans. He's always around the football. He just seems like he shows up. He either makes the tackle or, or he intercepts it or he, something. He's just there. Maybe he's the second guy there, but he's there. Aren't defensive backs the meanest dudes on the football field, though? <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, good, they're outweighed. You, you got Derrick Henry coming at you, and you're Reed Blankenship. What, what do you got to be thinking back there at 100, 215 pounds, and this train's coming at you, and you got to lay into him? Okay, I would be thinking – is my will uh, taken care of? <laughs> Do I have one? But <laughs> yeah. They're always outmatched yes. size-wise. I mean, by running back for sure. Yes. By the time they get to them, they, they're probably uh, 30, 40, 50 pounds behind. Yes. And the, the running back is running ahead while the defensive back standing there solid having to wait on them, right? Right. So they take the hit more than they give the hit. But um, tough dude. Jeff, we got to get out of here. Okay. We're headed out to the boulevard on WGNS Radio for Rick Ensel live at 6, Nick McDevitt live at 7. Hope you can make it out to the boulevard. If you can't, right here on WGNS, you can listen to all of that. Listen to the guys. They're going to be happy tonight. Hopefully they'll be happy again this, this time next week. That's it for All Sports Talk. Monty Hale in tomorrow. You've been listening to All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. Brought to you by State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, SoCo Roofing and Restoration, and Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living.